Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, I'm Malachi, pastor and founder of Life's Word Ministry, along with my beautiful wife, Christine. Welcome to our podcast. We hope that what you hear will enrich, enhance, and encourage your life in a very special way. It is our endeavor to share a word with you that will help you to live, hope, and change. And now, here's today's podcast. Today's podcast, let's continue in the direction that we've been going for the past couple of weeks. And that's in the direction of the topic, sex. It's a new week and it's a new episode. Why can't you have sex before marriage? Think about it. A lot of people are. I'm guilty of that in my past. Well, without me throwing myself and many others under the bus, why don't we just look at what the Bible has to say about having sex before marriage? When it comes to the words used in the Bible that precisely refers to sex before marriage, there isn't a Hebrew word or a Greek word to be found. Many of you know that I like to use Greek words or Hebrew words to give you a better understanding of what we're talking about. But when you think about sex before marriage, there isn't really any word to be found in the Bible as far as Hebrew and Greek is concerned. Adultery and sexual immorality is undeniably condemned in the Bible. But you might ask, is sex before marriage considered sexually immoral? Well, before I answer that in an absolute response, let me say this. I know that many of you listening may be involved in a relationship that is considered to be unholy or unrighteous in the eyes of God and the church. And What I'm about to share with you is considered to be very old-fashioned in today's millennial-driven world in which we live. But it must be said if one is to live a life that is pleasing to God, a life that is set apart from that of this world, you have to know that you cannot live just any way you want to live and still think that God is pleased. And he will accept you into heaven the day that he ends your existence here on earth. A lot of people say, I'm a good person. I don't do anything wrong. Well, there's a condition to that statement. Thinking that you're a good person, you haven't done anything wrong, 
and you still think that you're going to get to heaven. There are differences between holy and unholy, clean and unclean. Leviticus 10.10 says, so that you can distinguish between the holy and the unholy, between the unclean and the clean. Many of you right now that are living with someone that is not your spouse, this type of teaching is a bit uncomfortable for you because it shines a light on the dark places in your life. Now, I'm not throwing shade. I'm not judging because what I find is we don't like people talking about what we know is wrong in our hearts because it makes us feel guilty. And the first thing we say is don't judge me. Well, like I always say, I'm not judging you because of what I've been delivered from in my life. So I'm not going to throw rocks at a glass house. However, when God does change your heart, when he forgives you because you've asked him to forgive you of your sins. Then you can go back and help others that are still struggling with those same sins. So back to answering the question, is sex before marriage considered sexually immoral in an absolute response? According to 1 Corinthians 7 and 2, the answer is emphatically yes. Sex before marriage is considered sexually immoral. This is what 1 Corinthians 7 and 2 says. But since there is so much immorality, each man should have his own wife and each woman should have her own husband. In this verse, the cure for sexual immorality, Paul states, is marriage. 1 Corinthians 7, 2 is essentially saying if you can't control your loins, then you need to get married. Why? Because people cannot control themselves. And so many are having immoral sex outside of marriage. This is why we should get married. Then they can fulfill their sexual passions in a moral way. Sex before marriage is included in the biblical definitions of sexual immorality. All of the Bible verses that condemn sexual immorality as being sinful also condemn sex before marriage as sinful. Since 1 Corinthians 7, 2 clearly includes sex before marriage in the definition of sexual immorality, there are numerous scriptures that declare sex before marriage to be a sin. Let me give you a few of those scriptures and you can write these down and you can read them later. I'm not going to read them. Usually I'll read them for you, but I just want to give them to you. And then you go back later in your study time and read them. The first one is Acts 15, 20. First Corinthians 5, 1. First Corinthians 6, 13 and the 18th verse. 1 Corinthians 10 and 8. 2 Corinthians 12, 21. 
Galatians 5.19 Ephesians 5.3 Colossians 3.5 1 Thessalonians 4.3 And the last one is Jude 7. These are scriptures that declare sex before marriage to be a sin. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Here's what I've come to understand. Complete Abstinence before marriage is promoted in and by the word of God. Sex between a husband and his wife is the only form of sexual relations of which God approves of. Let me say that again. Sex between a husband and his wife, male and female, is the only form of sexual relations of which God approves of. Hebrews 13 and 4 says, let marriage be held in honor among all and let the marriage bed be undefiled for God will judge the sexually immoral and adulterous. There is another aspect of sex that we need to focus on than the recreation aspect of sex because we look at sex as a recreation and that is the aspect of procreation tied to sex. Sex within marriage is pleasurable. We all know that, that are married. Because God designed it that way. It is God's desire that men and women enjoy sexual activities within the confines of their marriage. You can get wild and jiggy with it. Song of Solomon and several other Bible scriptures and passages clearly describe the pleasure of sex. You want to know about the pleasures of sex? Read Song of Solomon. Read Solomon's story of how he talks about the enjoyment of having sex with his wife. Yeah, I know Solomon had so many wives and so many concubines, but the essence of him describing and talking about the woman that he loves, that was his wife. Look at Proverbs 5.19 where he says, A lovely deer, a graceful doe, let her breasts fill you at all times with delight. Be intoxicated always in her love. 
that's the Bible. The Bible tells you, man, go ahead and enjoy your wife's breasts. She might like you getting all on her. And or I tease my wife all the time. And she's like, yeah, stop, stop. Because I'm like, hey, God created those for me to enjoy. <laughs> However, the couple must understand that God's intent for sex includes producing children. So for a couple to engage in sex before marriage is doubly wrong. Why? Because they are enjoying pleasures not intended for them as singles. They are taking a chance of creating a human life outside of the family structure God intended for every child. That was the reason back in the 40s, 30s, 40s, you know, back back then when they taught them the only time you should have sex is to have babies. <laughs> Man, I'm glad that we moved away from that error. But while practicality does not determine right from wrong, if the Bible's message on sex before marriage were obeyed, hear me on this, there would be far fewer sexually transmitted diseases. There would be far fewer abortions. There would be far fewer unwed mothers and unwanted pregnancies. And there would be far fewer children growing up without both parents in their lives. There are way too many young girls getting caught up in the hype of having sex because of the many different angles sex is being introduced to them. They see it on YouTube because they watch all these videos. They see it on Netflix because now they're watching all these movies. Even these young actors are being convinced that it's okay to have sex before marriage. Young teenage actors. That's why so many teenagers in Hollywood are twisted in their thinking. Because Hollywood is so sexually immorally corrupt that when they get introduced to the Hollywood sector, they get introduced to so many other things. They're introduced to it by their friends. And yes, sadly enough, many of them are being introduced to sex by a family member. Parents, you have to take more of an active role in your child's life than just providing them with the latest iPhones. Out of sight, out of mind is never a good parenting practice. You know, you give your child a phone and send them on their way. And so their company keeper is their iPhone and Instagram taking pictures of themselves. Snapchat, that's all they do all day long, Snapchat. Instagram, taking pictures of themselves, taking pictures of each other. That's, that's their involvement with one another. Now, I know and understand this to be true, that the enemy of God wants all to be deceived into thinking that sex before marriage is right. Because that's the fleshly desires that he puts into all of mankind stemming from the original fall of man. Sin has entered into the world. Ever since the fall of man and everything that God created to be good, his enemy, the devil, has turned to be corrupt. 
parents, let me give you three books to help you and your children in talking about and dealing with the subject of having sex by Josh and Dottie McDowell. The first one is Why True Love Waits. The second book is The Bare Facts, 39 Questions Your Parents Hope You Never Ask About Sex. And number three, straight talk with your kids about sex. These are three good books that you can add to your library and you're able to discuss what your children already know. You think they don't know. Abstinence is God's only policy when it comes to sex before marriage. I need to repeat that. Abstinence is God's only policy when it comes to sex before marriage. Abstinence saves lives. Abstinence protects babies. Abstinence gives sexual relations the proper value. And most importantly, abstinence honors God. They used to say that safe sex is no sex. That's what some of the world is saying now. You know, some of these artists, rappers and things like that, that are coming into their realization that sex is way out of control. They're saying safe sex is no sex. Hey, it makes sense to me. Abstinence should be taught in the home with your children at an early age because they need to understand the importance and the ramifications of having sex before marriage. Children today don't understand soul ties. They don't get it that when you have sex with someone, you are now tied to that person's soul. So all the people that you lay down with, you're getting up with their spirit. You're getting up with their essence with you. And people are wondering, why is this person so crazy? Why is this woman out of her mind? Why is this man acting so crazy? It's because of the soul ties of having sex with so many different partners. Children don't understand that because they're not explained that in the home. And it's dangerous to their hearts. It's dangerous to their emotions. It's dangerous to their minds. And they need to understand why it's important for them to hold themselves, keep themselves abstain from having sex that it's okay to say no there's nothing wrong with them telling someone no and they need to know that it's okay but think about this if they see it in their home they see that their mom or their dad is living with someone that's not their spouse they're now introduced into a society of thinking that it's okay to live with someone that is not your spouse. Totally against what the word of God says and teaches. But they wouldn't understand that. They wouldn't know that if their parents aren't going to church, if their parents aren't Christians, in their minds, that's the norm. So you see it a lot in the secular world because they think, well, there's nothing wrong with it. Who needs a paper? We can live together. We can share responsibility. 
We don't have to get married. We don't need a license to say that we're married. We don't need a license to say that we are a couple. There are certain things that you cannot demand of that person because you're not married to them. You don't have the same rights, even though in California, if you've been living with a person for so long, you now have communal rights. You can get half of everything they own, community assets, just as if you were married. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let me ask you a question. Are you tempted... To have sex before marriage. Have you already had sex before marriage? Are you currently having sex and you're not married? Because all that we're dealing with today is very prevalent in our society that it's okay to have sex before marriage. There's nothing wrong with having sex before marriage. Well, there is something wrong with having sex before marriage. Biblically, it's wrong. And there are so many people that are affected by the feelings of wanting to have sex before marriage because of what we're introduced to on TV, what we see and read and hear about. And I always stress, this is why it's so important that parents that are in the church, that are followers of Christ, and you have children, you have to know that the music that they're listening to or you allow them to listen to is a part of the problems they're having with sexuality. The devil's tool is music. So while they're behind closed door in their room listening to their music, you think that there's nothing wrong with it. You think, oh, it's okay. There's nothing right about that because it's introducing them to feelings that they shouldn't be having already at a young age. You got young children singing about love, making love. What do they know about love? What do they know about making love? And they're listening to all these artists and they're singing about all of their sexual encounters. And our children are being inundated with all of this in their little minds. Be more proactive in your children's lives, especially those of you that are in the church, church leaders. Our children are running rampant because of what we allow them to get away with, because we don't want to seem too strict. We don't want to seem like, oh, you're a fuddy-duddy. I guess they don't say that anymore. <laughs> but, oh, you're not up with it. You're not, I don't know what some of the slangs they're using, but you're not with it. 
You're too strict. You're too saved. You're too holy. What does that mean to be too saved? What does it mean to be too holy? How else are we to live but to live a holy life, a life that is separated from the world? When you come out of the world, when you accept Christ as your savior, it's plain and simple. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 6, 17, therefore, come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. And do not touch anything unclean, and I will welcome you. Come out from among them. Come away from them. You don't have to necessarily separate yourself from your friends and your family because you're saved now. Come on. Use some common sense in this. However, there's a difference between light and dark now. There's a difference between holy and unholy. There's a difference between clean and unclean. There is a difference. If you're still doing the exact same things you did when you were not saved, then why should anyone else want to come to church? Why should anyone else want to accept Christ? Because you're doing the exact same thing that they're still doing. So there has to be a difference in your life. You have to be ostracized. You have to be talked about. You have to be looked at strangely because you decide, we decide to change our ways and accept Christ because we don't want to live that way any longer. We don't want to be lying. We don't want to be deceiving. We don't want to commit adultery and fornication. That's what you're saying when you accept Christ in your life. You don't want to do all those things any longer. You want to change. Well, then you need to walk that line and it has to be a life to where your children will look at you and say, you know what? I really respect my parents because they do not compromise their walk in Christ. My children will tell you, man, my dad, they taught us this way. They taught us that way. And now today they stand and say, I'm glad, dad, that you didn't allow us to do certain things. I'm glad that you wouldn't let us go certain places. I'm glad that you were visible in our lives because it allowed us to be better adults today. Your children's not going to like it, but that's okay. You're not trying to be their friends. You are their parent. You're not trying to be their best friend. You being their best friend is causing them to put you on their level. No, I'm not trying to be on my children's level. I'm the parent. I'm the adult. You need to stay on that level. Now we're best friends because they're grown now. But when they were growing up in the home, I wasn't trying to be their friend. I used to tell them all the time, I'm not your friend. I'm your dad. I'm your daddy. Your friends go to school with you. But we have to teach them early about the importance of not having sex. So many young girls today are being deceived, being tricked into losing their virginity because some little boy has convinced them that they love them that much. And then they turn around and they leave them brokenhearted because now they got what they want. Well, I got what I want now. I don't need you. On to the next one. So This is why I ask, are you tempted to have sex before marriage? Those of you that have not. Have you already had sex before marriage? 
Are you currently having sex? And you're not married. Would you like to stop and keep yourself pure until you meet your purpose partner? Now, that's the question. Would you like to stop having sex outside of marriage until God introduces you to your purpose partner? You can be set free today because God wants you to be free from the bondage of sexual immorality. You can stop. Hear me on that. You can stop. You can present yourself, your body to God and be made whole. Would you pray with me? Heavenly Father, I come to you admitting that I am a sinner in need of rescuing. Right now, I choose to turn away from my sin. I want to keep myself and abstain from having sex until marriage. And I ask you to cleanse me of all unrighteousness. I desire to be set free right now. I believe that your son, Christ Jesus, died on the cross to take away my sins. I also believe that he rose again from the dead so that I might be forgiven of my sins and made righteous through faith in him. I call upon the name of Christ Jesus and I confess him to be my Lord and savior of my life. Jesus, I choose to follow you and I ask you to fill me with the power of the Holy Spirit. I declare that right now I am a child of God. I am free from sin and full of the righteousness of God. I am saved in Jesus' name. Amen. If you prayed this prayer to receive Jesus Christ as your Savior, I welcome you to the family of God. From this moment on, strive to live a life of love, pleasing to God. Will it be easy? I'm not going to tell you yes, because there are times when you will be tested. But know this, as long as you keep your hands in God's hand, he will never leave you, nor will he forsake you. I know that you can walk with a pure heart. I know that you can keep yourself until marriage. Write to me and share your story of faith. Let me know that you said yes to Jesus today. Email me at lifeswordministry at gmail.com and find a good church home that teaches from the word of God so that you can grow in your faith every day and know that you can be around others that are striving to live the same type of lifestyle free from sin free from having sex before marriage and be sure to subscribe and follow us right here on LWM podcast each week God loves you and I do too
This concludes our podcast for today. Through one podcast at a time, we are helping you to rise up and overcome many of the world's perplexing problems. Remember to love God, love yourself, and love others. Thank you for subscribing and sharing our podcast with others. Until next time, I'm Pastor Malachi.